Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It's that time of year again. The cool, crisp air nips at your neck as the leaves begin to change all around you. Fall is finally upon us, and now the glorious month of October has befallen us. We have 31 days to watch all of the terrifying, blood-curdling films before we finally reach All Hallows' Eve. But which films to watch? Where do I begin? This is the latest podcast episode of It Records and the return of the annual recommendation show, Halloween Horror. Hello. Welcome to Fright Night. I ate his liver with some fava beans. Creatures of the Night, welcome back to the It Records Podcast. It is I, Matt Johnson, coming to you live once again. Sorry, I'm not live, but I am coming to you once again for another episode of Halloween Horror, which is, if you don't know, a annual recommendation show that we do here at the It Records Podcast every October. I, myself, Matt Johnson, will go solo and give you a movie recommendation to watch each and every day through October. So that's correct, you're going to get 31 movie suggestions for me each and every day in October. And as a caveat, these films have never been suggested before uh, in a previous Halloween horror, nor have we ever done a previous uh, full-length episode of any of these movies. So they're fresh new takes for you to watch. And we do this because we know you don't watch as many horror movies as us each and every day or throughout the whole year, but when Halloween's approaching or in the middle of October... You guys generally um, are geared to watching these movies, which is normal. And so what we want with this podcast is to give you movies that you've never heard of that might spark your interest, movies you've forgotten, uh, ones you've seen years ago that you want to watch again, and hopefully um, you will watch a movie from the suggestions. So that's our hope, is just to give you a movie to watch as we approach Halloween. As another layer to that, what I've been doing this year with the Halloween Horrors is I am recommending movies between 1990 and 2020. And I've been doing that in chronological order. So what that means is on October 1st, I gave you a film from 1990. October 2nd, I gave you a movie from 1991. And then all the way until 2020, I will give you a movie on Halloween. So I kind of said that backwards. So on Halloween, I'll give you a movie from 2020. So each, each day is a different year. And now we are on October 20th. So it's the 20th day, and that's going to put us in the year 2009. So we're almost out of that first decade of the millennium. And if you've been following along at all, a lot of these movies towards the earlier part of the 2000s were like 
haunted house, ghost type, subgenre horror movies. So I did The Others, Dark Water, What Lies Beneath. A lot of the movies that were focused on entities, possession, not really possessions, but entities, ghosts and haunted house were the big kind of mainstay at the start of this millennium. And, and they were prevalent throughout, but that was a, a, a popular subgenre at the beginning. And then I mentioned as we got into 2004, into the later years of this decade, the torture porn genre came about. And that is films that really got excruciatingly more violent, more gore. Uh, there were torture scenes, clearly, but very realistic, different from the splatter films of the 80s, with like Evil Dead, which is gory, but it wasn't really torture-based. It wasn't as realistic. It was There was some sort of possession or magic fantasy involved with it that kind of took you out of it. But when you got into the mid-2000s, you got into films that were very realistic violence. And so... It kind of made you feel super uneasy um, if you aren't if you don't have a stomach for gore, and some of those movies I talked about were Saw. The Saw series came out started in two thousand four. Devil's Rejects, I recommend it for two thousand five, and today I'm giving you another one that would fall into that torture porn subgenre in two thousand nine. That is the film, The Collector. If you've ever heard of it, and so, The Collector actually has writers and directors not directors sorry but writers and producers from the Saw series so it makes sense it would fall into that torture porn subgenre it was written by Marcus Dunstan and Patrick Melton and then it was directed by Marcus Dunstan the script was originally titled Midnight Man and it was at one point shot as a prequel to the Saw franchise but the producers opposed that idea and dismissed it and we got The Collector and there was a sequel then called The Collection, released in 2012, three years later. So if you don't know what The Collector is or why it could even be considered a sequel, sorry, a prequel to that Saw franchise is because the story starts with a, a man who's desperate to repay a debt for his ex-wife. And he's a con man, um, spent his time in jail. Uh, he plots a heist at his new employer's country home to rob their safe and help her repay those debts. But what he doesn't realize is that there's a second criminal in the house who's also targeted the property and is rigged with a series of deadly traps. So boom, there you go, the saw connection. There is the collector in this house. He's got like this mask on, like a leather mask, similar to Michael Myers, to Jason's to obscure their faces. And he has booby-trapped this entire house with jigsaw-like traps where, you know... Once you're in, you're trapped inside, uh, and you can't get out, and there's so many different torture devices. There's a room full of bear traps. Um, I don't even want to go into the details of some of them, but you know, a stomach wound where, where beetles are inserted into this stomach wound. So it's pretty grotesque, and it's really just, I think, a vehicle for torturesque violence, which is what the Saw series does as well. I mean, there's a lot of different traps that you're supposed to hopefully um, cherish your life enough that you'll push through the, the torture and you'll come out a new person. Well, similar traps, not the same premise as Saul, but traps that are torture-based and they don't want you, really want you to escape at all because what the collector's whole idea is, uh, he collects one person from his event, his evening, where he kills everybody else and he collects one person he takes with him. Hence the collector. 
and then you get the collection, which is the follow-up. I believe you can watch this on Shutter. If you're looking to watch it, it is on there. And you can watch it as well on Amazon Prime, Tubi, Vudu, Prime Video, and iTunes. You're able to watch it there. This was not a commercial success whatsoever. Um, it made back its budget. It came out in July of 2009, so it's one of those summer horror films, July 31st, 2009. On a budget of $3 million, it made 9.4. So it tripled the budget. You could see it being a success, hence why they came out with the collection three years later. But the collection, I believe, was written in 2010, just a year later. But it took two years to actually get it going. I think really what, what spawned the success that people went to go see it in the box office and myself uh, at the time Saw was very popular. Saw had taken off and I was going to see the Saw series every Halloween when they came out and I saw that the people behind Saw did this and it was shopped originally as a prequel and that kind of got people to go see it. It got asses in the seats if you will but it isn't connected to Saw and it's really just a vehicle for people getting tortured I thought and was really lacking in the plot didn't really give you enough connection to the characters whatsoever and there wasn't really that denseness to the plot Saw doesn't really have a denseness but at least with Jigsaw his whole thing is you know these people in life didn't really cherish their life and abused it or abused other people and those were the targets for Jigsaw and you could get out of the traps essentially um, if you were able to push through the pain and he would let you go was the setup for Saw not so much here it's just he's, he's out to collect a person from his his nightly quest or whatever and then he kills everybody else so he doesn't really have any, that many redeeming qualities with the collector unless you're into that torture porn subgenre but other films that came out in 2009 if you're not looking for torture porn type movies the Orphan came out, The Uninvited, The Unborn, Jennifer's Body with Megan Fox, The House of the Devil. Um, we did that on the podcast, a full-length episode with Ty West. Uh, did that one. I rec I do really recommend House of the Devil. That's that's a very, that's a good one. Human Centipede is one you guys are probably familiar with. That was a, a popular one at the time. And the Friday the Thirteenth remake came out in two thousand nine. Other films. Sorry, not other films, but other things outside of the horror genre. What was going on in 2009? I mentioned it last time. Barack Obama became president uh, in 2008. He was elected, but he actually didn't take office until 2009. So I'm going to mention it again. That was the first black president. He was inaugurated uh, in 44. Inaugurated, sorry, as the 44th president. Not in 44. Um, my mistake on that. So that was... Uh, fairly big. Albany and Croatia joined the North Atlantic Treaty Organization or NATO, um, if you're aware of that. And yeah, you know, I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. Um, with Obama uh, becoming president. Um, the Hubble Telescope also, if you're interested in that, that received repairs um, in 2009, NASA launches the final space shuttle mission of the Hubble Telescope in May. The space shuttle Atlantis carried a seven-person crew to complete repairs on the Hubble Telescope for the fifth and final time. So that also occurred uh, mid-2009. And, well, this is something. Um, the pirates, the Somalian pirates um, that hijacked um, the cargo ship 
208 miles southeast of Somalia, uh, the Captain Richard Phillips story. So Captain Phillips, if you know the movie starring Tom Hanks, that actual event was 2009. That was a, a historical moment. But I will leave it at that for now. I'm running a little long, I think, for today. But thank you for joining me for this 2009 film, and I will end the decade for Halloween Horror next week. Damn it, not next week, tomorrow. I do these every day. But I will end the Halloween horror decade of the 2010s tomorrow with a selection from the year 2010. But until then, I am Matt Johnson and I will remain in the shadows.